This creature from the dirt defied the everlasting holy God. Scripture is holy. It is sanctified, set apart from any and all other writings that we have ever had and will ever exist. Self-esteem, that is a satanic idea. You're not as important as you think you are. If you have no desire to know who God is, then can you even be sure that he knows you? The gates of hell itself, or the coronavirus itself, will not stand against Jesus building his church. This is what's wrong with the Christian church today. We don't know who God is. Give us a man who knows the truth. One man, Jew and Gentile, bond and free. One, there is no race in Christ Jesus. Oh, how a man needs to fear God that that man might cling to his word. Give us some preachers who aren't tripping over their skirt to get into the pulpit. What's wrong with you people? This is Matter of Theology, the Thanksgiving special edition uh the i really wasn't planning on doing an episode for thanksgiving it just kind of i was going to do a little small devotion and then i talked to chris about it and then he was like well let's turn it into an episode if you want and i was like yeah let's do that um because we were just kicking around some other stuff we want to do as well so i thought hey well let's just you know let's just do a little thanksgiving thing and uh i'll put it out for for thursday uh thanksgiving day that's it man happy thanksgiving bro that's it happy thanksgiving happy thanksgiving as Medea would say happy turkey day that's right and i can't wait to get some pecan pie yeah man you all about that pecan pie bro i love pecan pie that is my favorite it's so good it is so good but if you guys would like to partner with us, head on over to patreon.com slash matter of theology and become a subscriber. Uh, we need your help. Why? Because all this stuff costs money to do. And American Gospel TV came out, and I want to get that. So, well, man, I know a me. great way you can get 10% off the monthly subscription. Bar 01? Bar 1. B-A-R-1. B-A-R-1. No spaces uppercase lowercase it don't matter uh they, they uh uh agtv um, american gospel tv brandon kimber and Dwayne atkinson of course the uh the hardest working man in podcast land aside from andrew rapaport of course uh, uh that is stru- very true you know got things worked out <laughs> excuse me to where uh to where yeah man you got uh you got that ten percent off the monthly subscription, which is uh, typically five ninety nine a month, mm-hmm. and there are all sorts of great videos, both American Gospel movies, Spirit and Truth, the Martin Lloyd Jones documentary. Um, Grace to You has some videos on there. Y'all stay tuned for Just Thinking. He's gonna put some stuff on there too. Just saying. Um, so you know, so yeah, uh, this, this is what we really need. If w- we need Brandon Kimber to be like, hey man, do y'all want to do? Uh, matter of theology tv show and then we just we just do the tv show so we don't even have to have we don't even have to have a podcast i'd be cool with that but we got to step up our game if we're gonna do that (laughs) as far as production goes just production goes what in the world production Uh, this look this is real okay this is real it is real everyone else needs to get on our level (laughs) that's what i'm saying because i don't i don't know that they're as real as this okay man there's nobody as real as that I mean, we, I mean, this is zoom real time. (laughs) You at work, me in my office. Okay. That's that's how we roll, bro. That is how we roll. roll. But I mean, I'm just saying if, if, if we can do matter of theology TV, you could probably have a studio. That'd be cool, man. That would be awesome. Be like a a wretched radio, man. Be like some top real studio. That's right. Friel's got some stuff on there too. Check out, check out AGTV if you haven't, by the way. Just say yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm gonna get it, but I need somebody else to pay for it for me. I mean, <laughs> I'm just I mean, I don't need somebody else to pay for it for me. I just want somebody else to pay well, for it. Well, if anybody wants to sponsor uh <laughs> Drew getting uh AGTV, 
sign him up uh send me a send me a message i'll give you his email address so <laughs> that's right do or i just to, do it at the matter uh, of theology and then we'll both use it that's right now do you have to it, to get it on like a smart tv do you have to download an app um like uh, you do like say say I, peacock or something like that i don't i know it, it says it's, it's it is compatible um with uh apple tv i know there is an iphone app um i i don't know let me i'll go to the website real quick and tell you uh compat yeah there is an app for apple tv yep um so uh so once you once you download that to your phone uh if you're signed into your apple id it should also download to your apple tv if you have one so hmm. um but yeah it's it's available on uh iphone android apple tv android tv and fire tv um ooh, wait says more uh let's see ipad um or you can just watch it online um, you know, watching your computer at watchagtv.com. No, they are not. By the way, they are not sponsoring us. This is just, we're just excited for Brandon and love the content that they produce mm -hmm. and the ministries they work with and wholeheartedly endorse and support 110%. That's right. All of the content that you'll find on AGTV. That's right. Yeah. The only time we won't support them is if they put stuff like from Acts 29 on there. We'll be like, sorry, out later. We won't, we won't do that. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> i mean it's no secret i'm we, just saying too no it, no no. I'm, I'm with it's, you. I'm it's with no you. secret we no, are no, anti no, no. acts 29 yeah uh yeah we are yeah. i mean I, just listen to past episodes and you'll be like, <laughs> man I, I get the feeling they don't like acts 29 you'd be right so yep. anyways Anywho. moving on with our thanksgiving special episode. So now as we enter uh, into this Thanksgiving season, uh, for some, it may look a little bit different. Uh, there may be many of you who have downsized your gatherings due to governmental recommendations. Uh, there may be some of you who have lost family members, both mm. in the sense of passing away and the other sense of there may be some family friction and right. uh, some choose to stay away. Uh, there may be others. Um, Thanksgiving won't change. Uh, it, you'll just keep on keeping on like you do every year. And others, uh, your resolve may be to have a bigger gathering than normal. Uh, whatever the case, whatever the situation. I hope, I hope that's what you're doing. Because <laughs> if not, you're getting played. I'm just saying. With no masks. It, yes. Oh, gosh. If you're in a state that's requiring masks to be endorsed, please don't wear masks. Uh, yeah. They don't work. They don't work. And, and let me just back up to something you just said. Um, you know, yes, we, we continue to rail on these ridiculous mandates and, and, and we will. Um, but that does not minimize, um, you know, if you're listening to this and you have lost uh, a, a someone close to you, a family member or friend uh, due to complications uh, because of uh, COVID or any other, uh, any other reason, uh, car accident, other sickness, uh, um, you know, sincerely, uh, our, our, our sincerest condolences, um, that, that does not, uh, you know, for everyone else in the entire country slash world that does obviously does not warrant, uh, some of these mandates and stuff that are coming down, but either way, regardless of how your Thanksgiving looks, we hope it is one that is being enjoyed. Yes. Yes. So whatever the case, whatever the situation, that's right. Uh, we can be thankful that Amen, Jesus bro. is on the throne. Amen. Now, Come on. Our hope is not in any governmental system. Come on. Our hope is not in any family member. Our hope is in Christ. Now, uh, you may have said, or you may have heard someone else, maybe a pastor or another believer, make the claim that 2020 is just a stupid year. Now, I have heard pastors and other believers. Uh, say this, ones who would claim to be reformed, ones who would claim to believe in the sovereignty of God. But let me say this, 2020 is not a stupid year. And any pastor or any uh, professing believer that says 2020 is a stupid year is a stupid pastor and a stupid professing believer. They are completely blind to what God is doing. And we're going to get in to some of that today. 
because there's really several reasons why 2020 is not a stupid year and that we can actually be thankful for this time and we can be thankful for the year 2020 and really they all all the reasons really fall under one heading and that is because this is the year that the lord has made so now god is sovereign okay he's sovereign over all that takes place so to say that this is a stupid year is to say that god the one who brought about and decreed all that has taken place thus far is himself stupid. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, read a, a friend of mine on Twitter. Uh, he he posted this, and of course, I I, I reposted it. Uh, but he says this quote: "God ordained 2020 for His glory and for your good, believer." Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 my response to that is was was you know for those professing believers or even pastors who keep saying that it's a stupid year remember this we need to remember um the 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 sovereignty of of god and and i have a few things that i I did want to read and 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 i'll i'll read one of them now um you know this is from the belgic confession of faith in article 13 uh on divine providence says this quote for his power and goodness are so great and incomprehensible that he orders and executes his work in the most excellent and just manner, even when the devils and wicked men act unjustly, Hmm. period, close quote. So we need to remember that that 2020 we we live in a time where where this is 2020 A.D. Right. What does A.D. stand for, Drew? Anno Domini. What does which, that mean, Drew? Which means in the year of our Lord. Exactly. This is a year of the Lord. This is um, uh, one that he has marked out, again, to quote my friend Joel, for his glory and for our good, uh, of course, which, which references uh, Romans 8. Um, but we need to remember that, um, mm-hmm. and, 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 and saying things like that, um, and I've, and then we've, we've addressed this, uh, uh, briefly in other episodes, but to say that 2020 is a quote unquote stupid year, um, and, and to call yourself reformed is, is, is a, a pretty, pretty stark juxtaposition. Um, it just kind of shows that you may say you're reformed, um, but either you're trying to be funny because it's your comedy hour on the platform, um, or you truly don't understand the providence of God. Right. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I like that you said, uh, or that you quoted your friend about, uh, what this year is, which is, you know, for God's glory and for our benefit and really That's any right. trial, any trial that comes and we right. will face trials. The, the Christian walk is one of coming against trial. Trial is meant to demonstrate what type of faith we have and the strength of that faith. So how we respond to the events that God has decreed for us to go through, uh, it will reveal whether we have a true faith or whether or not we have a dead faith. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Jesus himself said in the in, in the Gospel of John, uh, in, in verse 33 in chapter 16, these things I have spoken to you, and, and what are these things? These are, are promises uh, uh, in prayer, and when we pray in him, and to be encouraged. And, um, and, and, and Jesus is saying, you know, he's encouraging them, because he, and he's warning them in verse 32, Behold, an hour is coming, and has already come, for you to be scattered, each to his own home, and to leave me alone. And yet I am not alone, because my Father is with me. And then the encouragement comes. These things I have spoken to you so that in me you may have peace. In the world, you have, other translations say you will have, tribulation. But take courage. I have overcome the world. Um, uh, uh, to, to quote uh, Pastor Nate Pickowitz, uh, he says this, quote, 2020 is a gift from God. This year's trials have magnified what's buried deep inside each of us. Fear, anxiety, bitterness anger, stubbornness, faithlessness, etc. Whatever was hiding below the surface is now coming out. Mm-hmm. 2020 is a year of testing. 
let it drive you to Christ, period. Yes. Exclamation point, close quote. Let me, mm-hmm. let me, let me quote that correctly. So, but wow. And, and, and can I just be honest? Uh, I mean, the fear, anxiety, uh, bitterness, anger. I mean, these have all been things, honestly, that if, if I'm being a 100% transparent, that the Lord has uncovered in my life in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and continues to, uh, to show me and, and by his grace and through the work of the word, by the power of the Holy Spirit continues to sanctify these things in my life. So it's not a stupid year right? at all. Go ahead, bud. That's right. No, um, man, I, I really want to get into some of these, uh, uh, some of these points that we've been talking about kind of yeah. offline, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. as far as this being the year that the Lord has made, because there are some things that have been just huge revelations as, as we just kind of step back and go, Oh my. Right. Um, I did not see that coming, but I'm, I'm really glad that it's here. Uh, and and the first point that, that we really want to make is that 2020 has revealed to us who the true and faithful leaders within the church are. I mean, we have seen men like John MacArthur come Mm -hmm. under uh, persecution from the state of California, where they have said, if you do not shut down, we will attempt to shut you down. All the while, they allow for looting and rioting and and, and, uh, uh, mass congregations of lawlessness to take place in their city. But you the church congregations of lawlessness. Yes, bro. <laughs> bro. That was so good. Okay, keep going. Sorry. But uh, I mean, you see the blatant hypocrisy, yeah. right? And we know that in politics, you have to be pretty much a hypocrite in order to be elected, right? All, pretty much po- politicians are hypocrites. Okay. I'm just going to throw whether you're Democrat or Republican, I'm sorry. Okay? <laughs> but, but the veil, if it has not been removed from your eyes just in this year and seeing these things, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, you ain't paying attention because you, we see a governor that says, this is okay, this is not okay. Right. This is is good, this will kill people. I'm sorry, you have it reversed. Only one of those actions actually brings life. But apart from Dr. MacArthur, we've also seen those who have faithfully stood with Dr. MacArthur, namely Dr. Tom Buck, Dr. Mm-hmm. Tom Askell, Jared Longshore. I don't know if Jared's a doctor or not. He is. He probably is, yeah. That he is. Jared Longshore, uh, Dr. Josh Bice, right? Uh, Virgil Walker, Daryl Harrison. Those guys right. have been doing their thing. And of course, Dr. Steve Lawson. Okay. Mm-hmm. What we have really seen are the faithful leaders of the church really uh, step forward and say, we are going to obey God rather than man. All the while, we see people who we thought we're really solid, right? Guys like Matt Chandler, who does online conferences about white privilege. We've seen John MacArthur, or not John MacArthur, John Piper, for all, all, the, all the wonderful works that John Piper has done, wrote a, a very dangerous article saying that it's okay to vote for a party whose platform is the sins of Romans one and who openly embrace the murder of babies. Right. That is not okay. No, it's heartbreaking. It is. It's heartbreaking. So one of the things that we can be thankful for in 2020, because this is the year that the Lord has made is, is really this revelation of who the true leaders are that we need to get behind and that we need to actually, those of us in ministry who are kind of, uh, I guess we would say up and coming, right? We're, we don't have the platforms these guys do, uh, but we want to learn from these guys. It's really stand out now who the, who the men are that we need to model ourselves after and that we need to seek to model our ministries after. Yeah, man, it's, uh, you know, that, that, that's one of the big things, you know, to, to your point and something that we've been, 
you and I have been discussing offline for, for a good bit now, man, is the, you know, one of the things that we have seen in 2020, um, and, and one of the, um, I, I would say benefits of, of the, the craziness, you know, it's not stupid, but I mean, to, to our, to our eyes and what we can see, what we experience and the facts that change constantly, it is crazy. It's just like, wow, this is just nuts um, that all this is going on. But one of the things that I have said and will, and, and, and continue to say uh, is, is we're seeing God showing and separating uh, some some wheat from tares. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We we truly see God shaking the trees. We truly see God um, going through and and illuminating works. Right? Mm-hmm. You know what is it? What, what is it that um, you know? And, and I think you you mentioned this uh, uh, and and something I heard you do. I don't know if it was a podcast that you and I did, but we were talking about root and fruit. Right? The the mm-hmm. fact that that the root of the of of the fruit in our lives is the gospel salvation Bro, in christ through you faith heard alone that. christ alone you heard that from my james devotion that's what it was that's what it was so 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 it, it's what we're seeing right now is we're seeing you know when 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 uh paul speaks in scripture to our works being purified by fire mm-hmm. that's what you're seeing right you're seeing those who profess faith in Christ, those whom the Lord has given a platform to, those whom the Lord has elevated, um, you're, you're seeing their works being tested. You're seeing whether or not they hold to uh, Galatians 1.10, which says, for am I now seeking the favor of men or of God, or am I striving to please men? If I was trying to please men, I would not be a slave of Christ. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I mean, I, I think of I think of Paul in his encouragement to the Corinthian church in First Corinthians fifteen and verse fifty eight, when he uh, is 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 contending, he is contending for um, uh, contending for the resurrection. Uh, this, you know, uh, he's contending for, uh, the, the fact of Christ's resurrection, the order of the resurrection, and then moves into the, the, the mystery of the resurrection. And this is what he admonishes them with. He says, therefore, my beloved brethren, my brothers be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your toil is not in vain. We're seeing the opportunity given for these, for, for, for men in leadership specifically, to stand with with the likes of Paul and Timothy. Now, now what we're going through in 2020 is nothing compared to what they experienced when these when these letters were written. But look at what Paul told his young son in the faith in 2 Timothy. You know, that 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 in the last days, what's going to happen? Uh, that people will 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 uh, search for themselves. Uh, uh, you know, difficult times will come. For men will be lovers of self, lovers of money, boastful, arrogant, revilers, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, unloving, irreconcilable, malicious gossips, without self control, brutal, haters of good, treacherous, reckless, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, holding to a form of godliness although they have denied its power. Avoid such men. And then he goes on to give examples. But then he says, after this warning and after explaining all this, he says, I solemnly charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing in his kingdom, preach the word. Be ready in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with great patience and instruction. Mm-hmm. So, so, so we're seeing these 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 mandates come down that yes they're unconstitutional absolutely they they go against the first amendment and other amendments of the constitution and that is the law of the land in our country but for but 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 for men in the church the law that you follow is the word of god god says gather don't Hashtag forsake me hashtag biblical uh, so don't <laughs> yeah, say exactly no nope. exactly so where do we wait where do we find the one in the other that's right yeah okay yeah. Good, please continue anyway, continue anyway. <laughs> so it just goes to show you can be a a a, a biblical historic premillennialist and uh yeah anyway um so but but no i mean it's it's you need to hold to god's standard 
his word, his standard. And what's crazy, man, is look, this had this did this didn't just sudden, suddenly come up in 2020. You know, this stuff's been brewing for a while. Mm-hmm. The whole inerrancy uh, debacle and debate, but now we've moved into this sufficiency mm-hmm. debate. And, and in my opinion, where it re- where the capitulation is really kind of just got a running start, diving down an icy hill, like Clark Griswold when he sprays that stuff on the bottom of that 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 sled, is with CRT. Mm-hmm. critical race theory intersectionality statement of social justice that came out in late 2018 you know moving on so on and so forth you are continuing to see the work of the holy spirit and the work of the father to purify his church mm-hmm. his church not our church you didn't build anything pastor you didn't build a dadgum thing That's he right. did to quote to quote uh former president barack obama you didn't build that. Wow. <laughs> hey, uh, you didn't build that. You didn't build that. <laughs> so, man, I, I just a couple well, of uh, go ahead. Well, no, I was just going to say, um, you know, uh, that that leads into our point number two, which is. Uh, why we can be thankful for 2020. And that's because not just God is revealing to us the true leaders within the church, but he is purifying his church. We're seeing the sanctification of the church take place right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, we are. Um, I I mean, you're you're seeing more of the work of the word, man. You're you're seeing, uh, I think it's kind of, it's two sides of the same coin. You're seeing number one a massive need for um, men that have been given and have sought to retain resolve, mm-hmm. given by God through the work of the Word, and that who will stand and uh, and and to quote you know Dr. Stephen J. Lawson will not trip over their skirt to get into the pulpit. That's right. Uh, that that will stand on the truth. Um, that will stand with Martin Luther saying, I, 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 I cannot and will not recant. Here I stand. I can do no other. That will stand with Dr. John MacArthur and say, they're going to take me to jail. Bring it on. I've always wanted a prison ministry. Yeah. Um, you know, m- m- men that will stand and say, no, white privilege, white fragility, um, critical race theory, intersectionality, uh, systematic racism against black people in this country does not exist. It does not exist. Um, You know, so you're seeing the need for for men and women to stand in the truth, to be sanctified in the truth. But then on the flip side, brother, uh, again, two sides of the same coin, you're seeing those those men and women who are right. being sanctified by the work of the word through the power of the Holy Spirit who are standing and the That's Lord right. is using to, to continue to purify and sanctify his church. That's right. So we, we actually saw, you, you see this, if you go back to a time called the Great Awakening, mm. you see men like George Whitfield, oh, yeah. who got up and he preached uh, regeneration, right? He preached that you need to be born again. Now, what made this so controversial was because he was preaching to people who thought they were saved. Yeah. And they really weren't. So he came under a whole lot of scrutiny by and was told you can't say that. But he did it anyway because there were people yeah. who thought themselves to be saved who really weren't. Then you get men like Jonathan Edwards who preaches the sermon sinners in the hands of an angry God and several like it who are preaching the word of God, the truth of God who are run out of his own church. Yeah. For standing for truth, for standing for truth. But what does that do? What does it do when you actually uh, preach and stand for truth that causes revival, right? Revival isn't built in, isn't manufactured in tents. Okay. Revival comes from the preaching of the word, because what that does, that causes people to self-examine and then fall on their knees in repentance of sin. 
that's what the the effect of the gospel does. And then those people arise anew, a new creation, and then they worship God, and then they affect those around them in the community. Correct. That's how revival takes place. It begins with holding to the sufficiency of the word, not backing down, standing up like a man and preaching truth, not saying things like we're going to err on the side of grace and then say things like uh, if Joel, you you know, if God can use a donkey, he can speak through a false prophet like Joel Osteen. No, he cannot. No, he cannot. The only That's thing a he can do dangerous place to be. The only thing he can do through someone like Joel Osteen is show you that Joel Osteen is a false prophet. That's it. Show him that he is someone that you need to flee from. That's it. By the way, that was a reformed, quote unquote, professing reformed pastor who did say something like that recently. I'm just gonna put that out there. Um no, no it, it's Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna err on the side of grace. <laughs> um, you know, it's it, look. Uh, what we're seeing in 2020. Um, Can I just say, and, go? And, you know what? Yes. Err on the side of grace. I'm gonna err on the side of the Bible. That's where I'm gonna. Err. There, there you go. There you go. Um, because I, I tell you what, if 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 you're not doing your job, uh, pastor, if you are not doing your job to lead, guide, protect, mm-hmm. and equip your flock, you are not fulfilling your call. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are um, from a passive or complacent uh, or procrastinative standpoint, not actively fighting the battles of, of offending off wolves, mm-hmm. of, of pushing away goats, um, uh, th- th- then what are you doing? Uh, I mean, look, I mean, with 2020, yes, it is the year of our Lord. Yes, it is uh, an, a God-ordained year. Um, this is not the time uh, for men to sit on the sidelines and take multiple vacations, take a sabbatical uh, because you've been locked at home because we were all locked at home, unless you were Drew and I and, or an essential business. Um, you know, th- this is not the time to do that. This is the time to put your hand, your hand and your shoulder to the plow. This is the time to fulfill your ministry, as Paul says in Ephesians, mm-hmm. to do the work of an evangelist. Um, the, 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 the field is ripe. Preach the word. Mm-hmm. You know, when you look at what was happening um, around the time of the Great Awakening, uh, when you look at, look at um, what, what caused that awakening, to, to my brother's point, it was the preaching, the heralding of the word of God. It was reminding people of who they are outside of Christ, what they deserve, and then the beauty, the majesty, the wonder of the grace of God found in the, the crucifixion, the life, death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. The gospel needs to be proclaimed far and wide. The gospel needs to be proclaimed one-on-one, two-on-one. The gospel needs to be protected. It, this is this is a crucial, a crucial time. Um, and, 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 and brother, I, you know, as frustrated as at times as, as our conversations have been, not with each other, but because of situations and because we're hearing things, we're just like, wow. Um, I, I, for one, am thankful for those frustrations. I'm, I am, I am thankful for the examples of what we're not to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not just the examples of what we are to do and how we are to be, but also the very clear ones of what we're not to do, how we are not supposed to be. Right. And it, it, it makes me think of this, this, this quote from Doug Wilson, where he says, uh, we need faithful men and not careful men. Careful men come 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 later and write the biographies of the faithful men, lauding them for their courage. Uh, We need faithful men. It's not the time to to be careful and sit on the sidelines and, well, I don't want to offend that person um, or, you know, I I, I just want to make sure that, you know, I'm showing grace and love to everyone. Sometimes the most gracious thing you can do is put a boot in somebody's uh, backside. I'm just going to say that. (laughs) <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, this is uh, this is from the uh, 1689 Baptist Confession of Faith. Um, 
Where'd you get that from? Founders. Nice. Yes, sir. That does look like the Founders more cleaned up English edition. That, yes, that <laughs> is. It is. So this is um, uh, this is in uh, section 26, uh, number 10. The work, uh, quote, the work of pastors is to give constant attention to the service of Christ in, in his churches in the ministry of the word and prayer. They are to watch over the souls of church members as those who must give an account to Christ. The churches to whom they, yes, the churches to whom they minister must not only give them all due respect, but also must share with them from all, all their good things according to their ability. They must do this. So there, let me turn the page. So their pastors may have a comfortable living without having to be entangled in secular matters. And so they can show hospitality to others. This is required by the law of nature and by the explicit command of our Lord Jesus, who has ordained that those who preach the gospel should earn a living by, their, by the gospel. All right. So there's, there's a lot there. Uh, I, I did want to read all of it. Uh, just in context, because there's a couple of things I want to point out here. Um, number one, pastors, we, we've, we've kind of been talking about that, right? They, they um, have to give constant attention to the service of Christ in, in, in his churches by the ministry of the word and by prayer, they, because, because they're watching over the souls. Mm -hmm. But notice this as well, speaking to the sanctification of the church, you church member have a responsibility. Mm -hmm. Right. You church member have a responsibility, number one, to care for your pastors, right? Um, to make sure that they are, they are, they are okay. Um, uh, scripture is clear that pastors are to be taken care of from a financial standpoint so that they can take care of their family so they can do the work of the work of the Lord. Absolutely. But, but there's something I, I, I know that is missing and it's missing for a couple of reasons, man. And, and then I'll, I'll just kind of put this out there and then kind of see how you respond to this. But how many times have church members uh, there's two things. How many times have they spoken up and said, hey, you know, you guys are doing something, saying something, naming a certain series, something that maybe you shouldn't. And do the do, do pastors respond to that? Do they heed those warnings? Do they heed that accountability? So I'd ask that, number one, of pastors, if, if faithful church members come mm -hmm. to you and say, hey, I heard this, you said this, can I have some clarification? Or maybe this is not a good idea from a biblical standpoint, here's why. How do you respond to that? Are you sitting high and mighty on your pastor throne? Or do you understand you're the lead slave and, and you're not perfect? And sometimes, you know, that is also your brother and sister in Christ who may be trying to help you in growing in your sanctification. Even the oh. highest ranks in the church is still That's a right. That's right. Uh, you're the lead servant. Mm -hmm. You're the lead. Ser you are the number one servant. You are the third galley slave. That, that's who you are. So number one, that, but then number two, church member, are you doing that? Mm -hmm. Do you have that kind of courage to stand up or, or meet with your pastors and just say, Hey, so I, can I have some clarification on this? Can I, can I, I heard you say this and, and, and that doesn't jive with what I see here in scripture. I'm not trying to, to be divisive or start any infighting or anything like that. I, I'm just, you know, follow, follow the correct biblical principles in doing that. But are you even doing it? Or do you just say, hey, we're just going to say yes because he's the pastor? Mm. Yeah, no, so, 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 so there, there are some things, so, some thoughts that kind of ran through my mind is that uh, because when there are situations when you know that people have spoken up right. and then it wasn't received well and say like, things maybe people spoke up online and stuff and things were deleted or comments disabled uh so no one can see them and things like that well that kind of closes the door to even be able to approach them about certain things right. because once those things happen you know it's not going to be received right, right. it's going to be well you need to just get on board with how we are doing things with what we are doing right well that's a problem <laughs> it is i i was uh i was involved in a meeting once where uh, uh the meeting was about unity quote unquote and the pastor asked uh everybody it was it was men it was a group of men leaders in the church um uh, pastor and the elders and they he just asked everybody to go around like a circle we sat in a round table and to to read passages of scripture that have to do with unity there was no it was very circular. 
Uh, and and one of the elders is that because y'all were at a round table? <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, one of the elders spoke up and said, "Well, we should just do whatever the pastor says." And and I spoke up and said, "No, no, we should not. That it's not. It's not. We don't blindly follow him. Uh, there's a plurality of elders for a reason." Right. Right. Um, That's actually and, how 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 cults start is because go. there's an author there's an authoritarian at the very top, and then everything comes through him and triples. Right. So so for some of you that don't know, there is a, there's a situation, um, and our brothers over at Apologetics Live, uh, Andrew Rappaport, um, they've been covering this uh, with uh, Pastor Mike Reed up in Davenport, Iowa. Yeah. And a lot of the things that what it's looking like, I'm not going to go ahead. I'm not going to come out because I haven't, I haven't done all the research. I haven't even listened to everything that they've put out, but from what it sounds like, from what I have heard is it sounds very cult-like is that there's an authoritative figure at the, at the top and everything comes through him. And now even so much so that Mike Reed, who is the the pastor of this specific church, was on a podcast called Remnant Radio or something like that, where he likened the pastorate to a slave master and the congregation to slaves on a plantation. And so the 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 pastor is in charge and it's just the 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 congregation must follow the pastor because they are the slaves and he is the slave master. That's no. kind of what that sounds like. If when you say, well, it we need to just, like. we need to just follow the pastor and whatever he says, no, we don't. There has to be like, th- this is why in American government, we have a system. Well, we're supposed to have a system of what's <laughs> called checks and balances, right? right? Each branch of government, you have the legislative, the judicial, and the executive. They're supposed to check one another, Correct. right? The problem is when checks and balances fall out of out of uh, whack, is you have things like the judiciary branch, which would consist of the Supreme Court, thinking that they can make law. Well, that's mm-hmm. imposing on the legislative branch, legislative uh, making law. They're the legislators. Uh, that's their job. Uh, the judiciary is imposing on their job. And the problem is because we, the people, are so ignorant to what this, uh, how this is actually supposed to function, we just go along with whatever the, the judicial branch says as though they are right. the law of the land. Now, the, if you want to know how to interpret the Constitution, and I, I didn't mean to get all you know, political and, and whatever his uh, governmental, if you want to know how to, how to interpret the constitution and uh, the bill of rights and all that, you need to read what's called the federalist papers. The federalist papers is the commentary to the constitution. And in it, it actually says the strongest branch is the legislative branch. Why? Because it's the closest to the people, us, the ones who vote in our legislators, and we are the ones that help pass law. That's why when you go to the voting booths, there are laws that come up that you can vote for. Uh, The weakest branch, it says in the Federalist Papers, is the judicial branch. Why? Because they are subject to the legislators. The legislative branch, Congress, can actually take all of the judges, reduce all of the Supreme Court judges to one judge. They have that power. They can do that. The judiciary is the, is the weakest of all the branches. Just So I say all that to say there are checks and balances for a reason. Now, in the church, same thing. God has set it up in such a way where there are checks and balances within the church. You have a plurality of elders for a reason. Why? Mm-hmm. So one doesn't get a big head and starts thinking he is the king and the monarch of the church and starts saying things like, this is what I have built. Right. No. Okay. The congregation is responsible also for keeping the elders in check. So when someone asks me, well, why are you doing this? And my response is, well, because looking out for the sheep, uh, for for God's bride, um, 
and they ask me where I get that authority, I go, well, scripture, because the go. congregation is to hold the pastors accountable to make sure they're actually doing their job. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, any pastor who questions you holding them accountable, if you're doing it from a biblical standpoint, um, that, 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 that's an issue. That that's an that that's an issue. I, the real I, question I, is, show me where the error is. That's where that's what I'm right, saying. Okay, right, right. Well, yeah, I, I just I, yeah. You know. So so yeah, I mean, you just you just got. I mean, yeah, pastors, you got to be careful there. So, yeah. uh, you know, but but kind of kind of bringing this back um, to the, the uh, you know being thankful, um, you know, thankful uh, for open eyes. There you go. I mean, it's just it, it, what we're seeing is is. No yeah, it, it's not not pe people can't hide. Um, right. I mean, it, it's with everything going on in 2020. It's it's yeah, it's just not. Uh, people aren't able to hide. Um, pastors aren't able to hide. Christians aren't able to hide. Um, true Christians. Um, right. I, I mean, right. uh, I mean, j just during the recording of of, of this episode, um, there's <laughs> there's a there's a video that has surfaced of uh, you know uh, of of people supporting you know joe biden candidate joe biden uh as he's trying to talk about how we're going to get rid of systematic racism and and trying to support you know th saying thank god uh that, that he's elected president and trying to defend his policies and procedures and calling themselves christians well i'm, I'm sorry that's that in no way shape or form shows any sort of fruit um of, of the work of the word through the power of the spirit in your life i'm not saying that you're not but i'm just saying i, I don't see that so so, so believer, be, be thankful for trials, be thankful, uh, you know, uh, for, for whatever comes your way. Um, it's all of grace. And ultimately, as, as I said in our last episode, when we unpacked Ephesians, that the greatest enemy that we have in death has been defeated. Christ has, has defeated the sting of death, holds the keys to death and to Hades. And so the greatest battle you have to fight again is against your own sin. Mm -hmm. wage war against your sin stand for the truth found in the scriptures and watch god work right that's right now let's move into something uh a little more lighthearted. <laughs> <laughs> things that we are thankful for here for matter of yeah. theology yeah um because for us uh it has been i mean we we 2020 was the start of our second year in existence. Yeah. We began yeah. in January of 2019, uh, went through a lot of changes in just yep. in 2019. And in 2020, um, there is a lot of fruit, a lot of thankfulness um, yeah. that comes from that. Uh, I mean, I can't tell you how many emails and messages that we've just gotten from people that have said, man, thank you for touching on this. Thank you for that. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. Um, because it was things that they weren't hearing or in, right. in, in whatnot. Um, we were thankful for, uh, opportunities that we have had. Like we got to go up to, uh, to Indiana and, and do a live podcast there. Uh, and then, but also just the friends that we have made, um now well let me back up before that i mean we 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 be we came on board with uh the christian podcast community uh i met andrew uh in january at uh g3 and then uh told him i wanted to be a part of of the community uh and so we finally became a part of the community uh, we started hosting with them uh just you know the friendship that has built that, that, that we've developed with Andrew. Um, and I mean, you want to talk about a guy that's just a servant, right? They, wow. I mean, with as busy as he is, all he, all, he, all, everything is, if I can help you, let me know. If I can help yeah. you, let me know. I'm here for you. I'm here for you. And I'm like, bro, I don't know how you have time to be here for us. Cause you're busy all the time. Like how yeah. in the world? Um, so, so we're thankful for friendships like that. Uh, Virgil Walker, Daryl Harrison, Chris, you have had, uh, some opportunities, uh, <laughs> that have, that have really just taken off. 
yeah. right? Uh, yeah. I mean, you're right now you're wearing a just thinking hat uh, yeah. because you have become a part of the just think, thinking team. Yep. Uh, so, so we, and, and we had Virgil on to talk about, you know, discipleship, which was great, uh, man, that was so which good. was, which was really awesome. And I really wish we recorded the talk afterwards because yeah, yeah. that was just as good. Yeah. Uh, but then even, uh, uh, relationships with Dwayne, right. Yep. Um, and then Brett Baggett, who we met in Indiana as well. Uh, he has become a friend and someone Love that Brett that we can lean on and someone that as well has, has said, Hey, if I can help you guys in any way, let me know. Um, and these are just faithful men that we have come to know, uh, in a very short period of time, but it feels like we've been connected for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, Man, I, I don't know what else to say other than that. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's brother. It's been a it's been a uh, phenomenal year, and and I know. I mean, it's it's still going, right? Um, you know, we've got got Christmas time coming up, and that's right. I became a dad. You did become a dad in twenty twenty, brother. Which is, that's which uh, is crazy. That uh, is crazy, man. Um, so it, it's 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 cool to see. Um all that God has done. And, uh, man, I've shared this with you offline, but, uh, you know, I, for one, am, am uh, you know, obviously, um, you know, you, you go through life and you want to try to make the best decisions always, but even the moments when you fall and you fail and God's grace is, is there, uh, and, and should you repent, uh, biblically repent, uh, mm -hmm. biblical repentance versus worldly remorse, uh, that mm -hmm. there, there is a difference. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it's, it's cool to see what, um, and then you know, walking cool. with people. Through that's that. right, man. That's uh, right. That's right. Yeah. Is, yeah. You know, like Ephesians talks about bearing up under one another. Galatians, Galatians, six. Galatians, yep. Galatians. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Bearing up so, under one another. So man, it's, it, it's been, it, it's been a phenomenal, phenomenal year. And, uh, I'm looking forward to, to 2021, man. It's, uh, it's already mm -hmm. starting, you know, already going to start off Lord willing with a bang in a good way. Um, mm -hmm with the founders conference and some other, some other opportunities that are, that are kind of starting to come together. And, um, so, uh, so yeah, man, it's, it's, uh, very, very, very thankful. And I'm, I'm, you know, as hard as it, as it's been and through a pandemic and, uh, through, you know, I know our jobs got rough and, um, but again, it's been incredible to see the way that the Lord sustains and, uh, to, to, again, to Nate's point that, that I quoted earlier, um, how this year is uncovered, uh, the, the fear and anxiety and, and, and all that stuff and how he continues to sanctify. So, uh, it's, it's been awesome, man. Yep. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. Well, uh, is there anything that in closing, uh, you would like to tell, tell the peoples, the peoples, the peoples? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I came across, um, a passage of scripture, um, uh, earlier today and, um, Brother, I'm going to send this to you so you can uh, put it in the show notes. And uh, um, this it was a, a blog um, by uh, by Abner Chow, who uh, if you don't know who Abner Chow is, he is a, a professor at the a Master Seminary in uh, in Sun Valley, California, and a part of the translation team uh, that has worked on the upcoming uh, translation that's coming out called the Legacy Standard Bible. Uh, where they've taken the the New American Standard, the NASB, as their as their base text, and have just they've gone through it literally word by word, verse by verse, um, and and look, compared that with the original language uh, languages in the Hebrew and the Greek, and and have just sought to sought to preserve the foundation of the NASB ninety five, um, but then also just just clear some things up. Um, and, and I love I love this, and he he wrote this blog uh, for Thanksgiving entitled uh, God's Bountiful Bountiful Provision. And um, he, he just, he walks through the provision of God through Psalm 65. Um, and, and he uses the LSB, um, the LSB um, translation here. And so, so I just want to read um, the, just this short excerpt from, from the blog um, and then one verse from Psalm 65 and then I'll, mm -hmm. I'll be done. But uh, Abner says this quote, as we enjoy the bounty of a meal, let us never forget what this means. 
It means that our God has not only been faithful to us in that single moment, but in an entire season of our lives. In giving us our daily bread, he has been faithful to control not only our homes and grocery stores, but also faraway fields and farms. However, even that does not tell the whole story. As David reminds us, God has even controlled the weather and ultimately the world so that we would be taken care of. God's faithfulness is not a simple thing. He is not merely faithful in the individual minutiae within our lives. He is faithful to us in every possible factor outside of our immediate lives, everything in this world and beyond, to ensure that everything works a certain way for his own. And that kind of faithfulness, one that reaches to every place and every time, should compel us to be silent before him. His faithfulness is indeed expansive and massive, eternal and extensive, and because of this, we can trust him at all times, for indeed he has so faithfully established the world. And then the passage that I, period, close quote, and the passage that I wanted to read is uh, verse 11 from Psalm 65. The LSB says this, you, you crown the year with your goodness and your paths drip with richness. Mm. Man, that's so good. I can't wait for the LSB to come out. Oh, <clears throat> I've already pre-ordered my copy. Mm-hmm. So me too. I wish it was out now and they just <laughs> sent it to me since it's already complete. But you know, whatever, whatever. Uh anyways, uh, but uh for those of you, uh, I would just like to say that uh those of you who have followed us and continue to support us either uh, through prayer or follow uh, our social media um, and things like that. Um, Oh, dude, someone I forgot to mention on the relationships that we've built. Chris Honholtz, Voice of Reason. Go listen to Voice of Reason. (laughs) But we we would like to thank all of you who have who have followed us, been in our corner, uh, sent us encouraging messages, shared our stuff. Um, we're we're extremely thankful for that. Uh, but I want to encourage uh, everyone. Uh, like we have already said, trials are going to come, and how we respond to those trials are going to demonstrate whether we have a true saving faith or a dead faith. Yeah. What's important to know is the gospel. Amen. The gospel of Christ. Now, it's not enough to know what is true and what is false, but what is true and what is almost true. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the things that we have seen this year is so much partial truth come in masquerading as truth. And it has, as as Paul has said in Galatians, uh, it is uh, another God, right? You just, people are so quickly deserting the true gospel for another gospel. Right. Uh, it is a false gospel. It is a gospel that cannot bring life. And God is not a God of partiality. He mm-hmm. shows no partiality. And the false gospels that are coming into the church through critical race theory, uh, they deal in partiality. Correct. We need to stay away from that. We need to uh, study and know the one true gospel. So I want to encourage you in that. And I also want to say, because uh, another thing that we forgot to say we were uh, that 2020 brought about that was is something to, to be praised and, and thankful for, is our friend and former co-host, Josh Loftus, has yeah. become a pastor yeah, of a church. He awesome. is that is all he is a pastor of a, of a local congregation where he is um and for those of you who have listened to all of our shows since Josh has been with us uh he has a very pastoral heart um he has a heart for the local church and for the bride of Christ so uh yeah. we're we're thankful for him we're thankful to know him we're thankful that he is in a pastorate position because he is just going to be all the more effective uh oh yeah 
with with the knowledge that God has given him and the heart that God has has given him, he's just uh, he's going to do uh, very much to advance the kingdom. Uh, but uh, again. We want you to know the gospel, the true gospel. Don't turn from the true gospel to a a false gospel just because it may sound good uh, mm-hmm. or because some teacher you like follows it or because the majority of your church is going in that direction. No. Mm-hmm. Hold to the one true gospel, even if you are the last one standing even if you are persecuted because you will be persecuted for the one true gospel. Right. But be thankful in that. Right. Count it. Uh, uh, it it is, it is a grace and it is uh, joyful to be uh, counted worthy to suffer for the gospel. Mm. So we're thankful for you. We're thankful for 2020. That's right. We hope because it's not a stupid year. And so, we hope that you as well are thankful for 2020. We hope that uh, you your your faith has been strengthened in 2020. Yeah. If your faith has not been strengthened in 2020, let us know. We want to encourage you and we want to point you towards the gospel. Maybe the book of James, maybe some other places in scripture. Uh, we want to point you to several places and we want to strengthen your walk with Christ in the one true gospel. So with that, we're getting out of here. This has been the Thanksgiving edition of Matter of Theology. See ya. Bye. Till next Thanksgiving. Actually, Eat lots of food. Yeah. Yeah. Till next Thanksgiving when we do our next Thanksgiving special. <laughs> but till next week when we have a, another show next week that's right not gonna later miss that one see you